I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get all the latest football headlines and bite-sized opinion in the brand new Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. Join Mark Smith, Martin Gritton and a conveyor belt of guests as they dissect all the biggest stories in one small, perfectly formed package. Take five to ten minutes out of your day to stay up to date with everything that matters in football. Whether it's a big result from the night before, a new excuse from Jurgen Klopp, a shocker of a VAR decision or a new chapter in the ongoing Man United soap opera, we will cover it. All the latest news every weekday lunchtime on the Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. Look for the Whistleblowers wherever you get your podcasts. everybody it's Theo Delaney here saying welcome to the Spurs show I'm sitting here in North London I've got a great esteemed panel in front of me on my uh, zoom display Uh, we've got two games to catch up on and one to anticipate Uh, Jeff Pope is back hello Jeff hello Theo hiya good to Uh, see you Mark Trainis is back how are you Mark I'm good thank you good to see you Theo Welcome back, mate. And Mitch Lee is back. How are you, Mitch? I'm not too bad, mate. You okay? Yeah, good, good. Thank you. I have got a tooth missing. I wouldn't mention it, only this is an audio podcast. It shouldn't make any difference. The only thing is I can't say my... Anything like a TH, or a, which is a problem, uh, a V or an F. You see, thank because it's... Like... Thank goodness we're not playing Fulham. Yeah, every, exactly, <laughs> or Villa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're not, so that's good. Um, well, we've got quite a lot to talk about. Things are quite rosy in the Tottenham Garden, I think, from my point of view. Although, as ever, there are disputes and arguments going on all over Twitter and the like. Um, I thought we might start. We've got we're going to talk about the Frankfurt game, which is a hell of a game, and we're going to talk about the Everton game before we anticipate the Manchester United game. The Newcastle game will be anticipated. Later in the week, in a subsequent separate show, which you gentlemen, I will ask you to uh, return for. But before we get to that, that's a long way away. Let's talk about 
the Everton game first because it's freshest in the memory. Uh, Saturday evening, I hot-footed it back from uh, the West Country for this one. And I wasn't, unlike some naysayers, I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was a very efficient victory and a, a really, a, what I'd call a decent and solid Conti-type performance. But as I said, there are dissenters around. Uh, people are uh, claiming to have fallen asleep in the first half. People are very worried about the boring football, the negative football, stuff like that. I mean, where where do you stand on all that, Mitch? Um, well, I got there about half an hour before the game. And I must admit, I thought we were going to win anyway. Everton just don't offer a lot to us year after year. I think they beat us once recently. I think um, Calvert-Lewin scored ahead. But other than that, I look at the team sheets and I'm thinking to myself, not one of their players would probably get into our team. If we do what Conte wants and does, we win this game. And the first half, OK, look, let's face it, we won't be buying the DVD for that because mm-hmm. it was it was pretty stale, right? But second half, we know that our... Um, for, for whatever reason, Conte's team talks or the tactics, the second halves are always better. And they missed their two golden chances. And I thought, well, if you're not going to take those, we're not going to make those mistakes again. And um, at halftime, I was thinking, all right, it's not great, but we're, we're still going to win it. I just thought we're still going to win it. And, um, you know, Kane gets the penalty. I know he missed one during the week, but he wasn't going to miss that one. You know, he, he took his time and he hit it so well. And that was it. It was game over. Yet we do need the second goal. And I think there was a relief when we got the second goal around the stadium. But um, mm. Everton didn't even have a shot on target, did they, second half? The only thing no. I can remember is Lloris diving to the ball. I think when Dyer came across him, that, that was about the only time I think we thought, oh, they might. Other than that, they, they were barely in our half the second half. And um, no, it, Everton just, you know, like, it wasn't that long ago before they were struggling to stay up. So yeah, they, haven't, exactly. they, haven't, they haven't changed that much. And when I, when I just looked at the team sheet, I thought, you know, a bit, maybe it's a bit arrogant, but I just thought we, we, we're not losing this game. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it, it kind of went to plan, you know? Yeah. They look like a mediocre side. They look like, yeah. it looks like Lampard's got a hold of them and thought, right, all the best I can hope for this year is not to get embroiled in a relegation battle. And I'm just going to make us super solid. Because they apparently, uh, the guy I sit next to, Graham, said to me that they had both scored and conceded the least amount of goals in the whole division, which is yeah, well, quite something, isn't it? And it tells yeah. you about what their level of ambition is. And, um, you know, and that will probably will keep them in lower mid-table for a, another sort of boring season. But, Jeff, what do you make of this Conti ball at the moment? Is it upsetting you? No, no, not at all, no. I, I, I probably like a lot of other uh, listeners, I... Um, I, I, I worried about glorying for too long uh, uh, over the end of last season, which which um, was as good as winning. Um, uh, for me, was as good as winning a trophy. Just the the way that panned out the end of last season, and, and it sustained me all through the summer, um, all through you know right up until uh, the Arsenal game, where. Uh, I I don't subscribe to the view that that they played us off the park at all. I just thought, you know, it was, for me, a 55-45 red card for Emerson. Yeah. You know, what I I was desperate for after that was, leave aside Eintracht for a minute, what I was desperate, Eintracht Frankfurt, what I was desperate for were were two regulation premiership wins, and that's what they've delivered. Brighton? And Everton, and yes, of course, you're never going to have a. There are going to be bumps in the road, but like like you, Theo, I felt in both games a, a great degree of control 
Um, everyone seemed to know what they were doing, and they duly delivered six points. And that is yeah. the, what the doctor ordered. Yeah, I mean, the key words that you uttered there, I thought, were regulation victories. And over the years, Spurs have not been a side to get regulation victories. But Conti, that's what those, those are his middle names. I mean, it'd probably be the Italian. I don't know what the Italian for regulation <laughs> victories is, but they'd probably be his middle names because that's what he's about. He builds a team that is a result-getting machine. And when you looked at it last season, we lost silly games. We won some really big games and we lost silly games. Conti does not lose silly games. You look at the, this season so far, we haven't, we've won every home game. The only time we've dropped any points have been in really tough away games and even then we've only lost once mark what do you make of it do you think it's do you think it, we're on the rails do you think everything's as it should be i i'm happy with it i uh, i agree with jeff but i think um i think it, it, it's sometimes not pretty to watch everton came for one thing or one thing only a nil nil draw and that was it yeah i mean i saw a stat larice touched the ball four times with his hands in the second half, mm. three of those were placing the ball for a goal kick. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I mean, they didn't have that, a shot. That shows target. you the ambition they had in the second half. Yeah. So they got what they deserved and, and they have improved from last season. I mean, you look at the two lineups, the 5 0 and the 2 0, there's nine different players this season to last. So mm. they have improved and, and, and he has got them stronger defensively. But there was never a point in that game that I didn't think we were going to win, even at 0 0. Yeah, not not so you, one. And you're so you're not. I mean, because there are people who literally are saying, "I know." Every time you know, every time there's even every time we don't win, which as I've said is very seldom actually. There's people say he's got to go. No, this is no, but, this is not. This is not Tottenham. This he's got to but, go. This is. But look at the stats with the third yeah. highest scorers in the division this season, yeah. behind the Harland Globetrotters <laughs> and Arsenal. <laughs> We're the third top scorers in the Premier League in 2022 yeah. behind Liverpool and Man City. Bearing in mind, Liverpool scored nine in one game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've got the second best defence behind Liverpool by one goal. Yeah. For the whole so of 2022. And, and and that leads on to the defence. People keep telling me our defence is crap. Dio's rubbish and Romero's a loose cannon and Davis isn't good enough. Yeah, and and the amount of complaints when we signed Longley, oh, yeah. we're getting a player on loan from 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 Barca, one of Barca's castles. You can't even get in the team. Well, actually, I've been quite impressed. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I think I think Conti's delivering. And when you think this time last year, he hadn't even arrived yet. I mean, you know, I've been looking at this uh, political stuff pantomime that we've been, and it strikes me that Liz Trust is a bit like Nuno. You know, he turns up, no one had very high expectations of him. He proceeded to totally underperform, even on the basis of the expectations that we had of him. And suddenly, before you know it, he's gone. And, and, we, you know, and we beat Man City yeah, under him. We which did. Is just yeah, bizarre. No, that's the other was, bizarre thing. That's the other bizarre thing. That was their first away defeat yesterday to Liverpool since the opening day of last season. Yeah, I know. The commentator said it. The last time they lost away... Was at Tottenham last season. The last time they lost, they lost at, at all was at Tottenham, was against Tottenham last <laughs> season. I loved it. I'm thinking this is great. We are their crit tonight. Pep yeah. hasn't worked out talk- how to play against us. No. When you talk about um, oh, this isn't you know the, the, this is sending us to sleep. This is um, this isn't Spurs. Blah blah blah. But hang on a minute. All right, we go back to. Um, 
the Poch, golden Poch era, okay, there were, he he found a way of playing with those players. But what are we comparing the team out the team now to the Mourinho years? I mean, I, I, I people are remember. going people are going back to the eighties, aren't they? Hoddle, well, Dealers, yeah, and, and all the rest of it, and 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 it was entertaining and it won trophies. But football, forty years later, is so different. Yeah. Well, nine subs. Matter. You've got nine subs sitting on the bench, yeah. not one. Yeah, it didn't. It, 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 it maybe grieves, but not um, you know, not Chivers and Hoddle and stuff. They they didn't. They did it well. Okay, I don't. Th- they never achieved the league position that that we've achieved. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, I mean, not, not consistently. Well, it's been... It's been said this weekend quite a lot that this is the best start we've made in the league since 1963-64. So that tells you that tells you everything about. And the, I, think, I, I think the, the biggest problem last season's, last season's finish. I'll say it again: was as good as winning a cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. because no, I was of the way- say, I, I think that um, the, the problem is is that if it was Liverpool and Man City ahead of us in the league and they were drifting away with it all, but it's not. You, the elephant in the room is that it's that lot down the road okay, who are playing yeah. good football. And people, that's why there's discontent because people see them playing. And it was a bit like yesterday. We all wanted them to lose or at least get a draw. Not only do they win, but they've gone four points clear. So that's the thing. That's what's annoying yeah. people. It's like a bit, yeah. you know, poking a bear with a stick. We're winning and we're doing the best we can, yeah. but they're still, and they're not a great team. But, you know, no. all right, they're playing well. They seem to be getting together at the moment. But that's the problem, I think. I think that it wouldn't highlight our football if they weren't doing so well that is the issue at the moment we're, we're, we're yeah. just seeing them and we're, we're we're wanting them to fall and they're not they've won nine out of ten you know yeah yeah it's uh, no, I think Mitch, they're four, they're four points ahead of us with 28 games to play yeah, yeah. they were exactly. they were four points ahead of us with three games to play and still blew it yeah, yeah. i wouldn't worry too much i'm not worried i'm not worried but you're right but, Mitch. that is what's get, you're probably that's the thing that that's making people yeah, agitated I but so. i think yeah, they've now got They've now got three of their main players on four yellow cards for the season. Jesus, Saliba, and I think uh, Gabriel is the other one. Mm. They're all one yellow away from a ban. They've got to get through 10 Premier League games to do it. Jack must be about Jack has only had about one or two. He's been wow. very, really well behaved this He's season. Reinvented he, he will, he will, he will. But, but, but remember, if, yeah. if those three get banned, the next cab on the rank up front is Nketiah. It really ain't that great. And at the back, they're down to holding and white, probably. But, and we know all about holding. Bizarre, though, but what's bizarre, though, is that if you'd have said at the beginning of the season, Arsenal would win nine out of their first 10 games, I would have bet my life and that's never going to happen. If you'd have said we would be 10 points ahead of Liverpool at this stage, I would have thought that's... Bo-. So all I'm saying is this crazy things are happening at the moment. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Look, Looking at their know, fixtures, I'd have said they'd have won yeah, at least right. seven. Because they've had a such they a have soft had a run. lot of easy games. Yeah, I mean, their away games in the well, second oh, half of okay. the season are argue, ridiculous. I would argue yeah. there's no easy games in the Premiership. You know, they're all difficult games. You know, yeah, some are some are more difficult than others. Yeah. Some <laughs> are way more so, so they've still got they've still got to play City, Liverpool, Tottenham, yeah. Yeah. West Ham, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton, all away from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some I'm of those not cons- I, I, I agree. Well. I agree. I don't think they're they're what that, I think it's that that. That league table is not a fair reflection on. I mean, there's no way they're way better than Spurs, City, Liverpool. No, no. I mean, no. I think they'll do well to finish top four. I mean, now no, I think they'll had, finish. I think they'll finish top. Well, four. Now they've had a great start. They've got a chance. Yeah, 
and but, partly um, we'll talk about Wednesday night. If we win on Wednesday, the gap between third and fifth is ten points. Big. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big, big gap. Yeah, but again, and as everyone says, who knows what what the shake, what how it's all going to shake up after this World Cup? Because there's all, any number of yeah. uh, injuries and losses of form, and you know, losses of spirit, and God knows what else going <laughs> to possibly uh, result from that. Um, before we uh, move on and talk a little bit about this Manchester United game and everything, we'll just take a quick break. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we are back. So before we continue, I just should remind everyone that for premium content, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews and original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support this show in the process. Spurs show merchandise, including Spurs, Peter Cook, Bob Marley, Bruce Forsyth, Emma Raducanu, Adele, Paul Whitehouse t-shirts, and also Antonio and Antonio Conti and Human Son designs. They're all available. They're all available. I mean, crikey. It's, I wonder if you get wallpaper. I quite like the idea of wallpaper with all of them on. I'll talk, talk to Mike Lee about that. He's in charge of all that. Uh, you can get all that. Uh, just look at the show notes wherever you get your podcast, and we'll, you'll find a link to all that. Our monthly London live shows are back. And uh, next month, we've got the one and only Mickey Hazard. Coming back, and we have got Jerry Armstrong appearing in the new year. He was he was going to be before Christmas, but he's um he couldn't do it in the end. But he'll be in the new year, so he's very very interested. Jerry Armstrong, who's had a long and fascinating broadcast career in Spain and elsewhere, and of course Mickey Hazard is always great great value. So sign up for those at season.spursshow.net and come along. We always have a good night, uh, usually in the Albany Pub in the West End. Brilliant. Uh, right, so. We 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 alluded to it in passing, but we've got a massive game on Wednesday night. Always, always a big one. Uh, Manchester United away. Manchester United, a curate's egg of a team, have been for some years. It always reminds me of when they uh, of the post Busby years. It went on for about twenty years when they they had loads of good players. Occasionally won a cup, put on some great displays here and there, but never came really close to winning the league at all. And here we are in the middle of the same process. They've got some. Fabulous players, not least Christian Eriksen, just to name but one. But they can't seem to put a meaningful run together. Um, Jeff, how do you see that one going? Well, I'm going to... I want to talk about us rather than them because I, I'm, I'm nervous about Arsenal are going to blow up because obviously we all remember Leicester. So um, I, I'm just going to just going to talk about us for a second um, because... You've summed it up perfectly. Who who knows what Manchester United are going to turn up? The things that have really um, impressed me about um, what Conti has done with our side are, I just made a note here, where where on earth did that Ben Davis come from? Um, uh, I'd never heard of Kulisewski. I'd never heard of Benton Kerr. Yeah. Um, 
And yet, not only did, you know, we, we suddenly have got, and you mentioned Longley, another great example. Dyer, I, I, I again, don't want to tempt fate because my, my, what I always say about Dyer, and I can't stop myself, is as soon as he gets too confident, thinks he's Beckenbauer, turns out he's not, passes straight to them and they score. Yeah. But what, what it looks like is, is it, when, we, when we really were successful, God, eight years ago now, nine years ago, we had uh, Davis and Danny Rose and we had Walker and Trippier. And the competition between um, those that interchanging uh, wingbacks was a huge part of how successful we, we were. I mean, yeah. obviously Kane, but they get overlooked a lot. And then, then you you know, the, the solidity of... Um, of, our, of of Toby and um, Jan, yeah. Yeah. I just get the feeling that watching them, there, there's something like that going on. Dyer does look; oh, it looks like he's be horrible to play against. Mm. And then you know, th- there's there's some there's some ball players there uh, yeah. with in, in the back line, and suddenly I think we're building from the back forward, and that's yeah. what I think is so encouraging. Yeah, I agree. And again, that's very very Conti. In fact. The thing about Dyer is he looks like he's the best English defender in the world right now. He looks like he's going to be a linchpin for England. And that's and he'll owe a lot of that, as I'm sure he'll say himself to Conti. Conti really getting him playing, you know, at the top of his game. But the one thing about Dyer, and he's got this in common, I think, with Davison Sanchez, is once a game, he will give the ball away somewhere near our goal total in a totally unforced error and we haven't really talked about it but the frankfurt game we were, we're talking about all oh, these efficient wins and we keep it tight at the back and we grind it out and we're, we're really yeah. really a, a machine not in that frankfurt game that was a mad game and and it started from a dire a crazy dire incident didn't it in the so yeah, yeah i mean in in a way you know it's, we've still got a bit of spurs in us i mean that game was insane wasn't it go you know looking good at the end there, and then against 10 men actually hanging on. I mean, that was, I mean, I wonder what kind of a bollocking Conti must have given them after that. I mean, certainly not Conti, is it? He walked straight well, down the tunnel. Well, the the, the, the Kane penalty miss would have just settled everyone, even just yeah. for sort of four or five minutes of stoppage time, because it, it was just so uncharacteristic. I actually think, because he'd taken one earlier in the game, he's changed his mind halfway through the run-up which is the absolute no-no when you're taking a penalty, yeah. which is why he skied it. But yeah. they're a decent side. But they're Frankfurt. very, very... Yeah, Frankfurt. Yeah. They're very yeah. inconsistent. The yeah. week before, yeah. they'd beaten Union Berlin, handed them their first defeat of the season. Union are top and still mm. top. Mm. I think they're four points clear of Bayern, which tells you everything. And then yeah. the following week, they lost 3-0 at Bochum, who were bottom, hadn't won a game all season. Yeah. So uh, I think a bit like Wednesday night, it depends what Man United. Jeff said Jeff was correct again. It depends what Man United turn up. Depends what 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 players he plays. Is he going to start Ronaldo in two consecutive games, knowing what he did to us last season? Mm. He won it um, on his own last season, didn't he? We outplayed basic, him, but we lost to three. He got three chances and put them all away, didn't he? Ridiculous. I I fancy us Wednesday night. I really do because. I think he's almost, and I know his press conference, he said he's thinking about playing Brian or Lucas as as one of the front three. I think he'll go with the three in midfield up there. Yeah. With, with, with just Son and Kane up front. I think Kulu might be on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think play, play, play the 
as we as we finish as we play Brighton or or as we sort of after Richarlison went off on Saturday against Everton, play that formation. And yeah. I think it'll give the likes of Bentoncourt and Coyvier a little bit more room to to to, to get forwards. Bentoncourt is just a Rolls Royce of a player. I love yeah. watching him yeah. play. Yeah. He's just for me, he's just a, a merge between Carrick and, and a Modric. Um, yeah, which which can't be bad with the elements of Dembele. Very rarely do you ever see him stop the ball and look up like Winks used to. He yeah. knows what he's going to do before the ball arrives. He's always on the half turn. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him take more than two touches on the ball. Yeah. One to control it, one, and it's gone. And he's always on the move, always looking around, scanning. And that ball to Hoivier for the for the second goal Saturday to pick him out was just the run from Son. And and, and it's little things like that, yeah. that that Conti is the difference. Mm-hmm. I think there's so jump in there. I think there's you said interesting point you made there, Mark, about uh Conte hinting at Hill and uh, uh Lucas. I think he I don't think he ignores that part of the game, which is that he's very shrewd. Like I, he really threw the Brighton manager, didn't he, with his with the with the way we lined up against them. Really the, and at the, he said afterwards, you know, he said um Antonio I didn't expect the way that that he set the side up, and it and it sort of won us the game, you know, because we yeah. won that by half time. Yeah. And by the way, just on that Eintracht Frankfurt, I watched the game, and uh, did that thing afterwards where you look at it on your phone, just to look at the result to make sure uh, that <laughs> yellow FD. And I I got nervous looking at the result. Yeah. God. It's a it's a funny thing about this uh, extra man in midfield, Mitch, because that is that is a big hot topic of debate, isn't it? Where they brought on he brought on an extra man in the Leicester game when we were winning three two, but they were on top, and we yeah. ended up winning six two. He brought on an extra man in the Everton game, uh, and it really seemed to change it and really really wrestle control of the game really comprehensively. And even it, and and as uh, Jeff said in the Brighton game, he started with an extra man, and we looked really good throughout plus Bissouma when he does come on he looks he looks better and better I mean I noticed I always try and stop myself looking at it because I think it's ridiculous but the BBC invite people to give everyone a mark out of 10 during the game even before the game which is just so it's mad mad. but I was when you're checking the game afterwards it's the first thing you come across so you do see it Bissouma was by far man of the match according to the watching public and he'd only played 20 minutes he only played it, it comes well. It comes across as a defensive change, but it's not. But it actually isn't, no. Because Bissouma sits and He's then like Benzema Hoybier, yeah. so yeah. they end up, end up attacking with four. Yeah. And one so last then, thing, I don't think Son Kane Richarlison works yet. Hmm. I think yeah. Richarlison instead of Son or Kane as cover, fine. Yeah. Or uh, Richarlison. He's not, he's not as effective as a Lisevsky. wide. As a wide no. player, as Kulishevsky, no. he's not a natural I mean, wide player. He's a natural I mean, centre forward. The thing is, though, Conte loves the three-four-three formation. He plays it everywhere, and yes. even in the press conference today, he was singing about that is what we work on. That is what we do. He yeah. was forced to play uh, the three-five-two because of the injury, so he wouldn't have done that. If he was, he, he may have done it. He may not have done. It. I don't think he would have changed it. Um, and if you do do that, then you've got Kulishevsky or you've got Richardson on the bench. You've only got the two up front. I, I still think that he will play the three four three because that's what he knows. He'll only change if it's 
if he really, if he's pushed into a corner. And because you think about it, that's what we've played ever since he's turned up, more or less. That's what's got us into the Champions League. That's fundamentally what's got us top of the group in the Champions, um, in our table. That's what's got us third in the league. So, you know, he he will, he he sees these players. They know the system. They're like chess pieces to him. And all these players, none of them, some of them are not great. You know, you've got to look at um, Emerson Roy and even Doherty. They're not great. But in the team and the formation, the way they set up, it all kind of works. And I think that, Everyone around him may be saying, this is a system that played 3-5-2. And it worked against uh, Everton. But I, I do think he'll go back to 3-4-3. I really do think... The only thing he might not do it is because um, he's got two injuries. The two other strikers are out. So he might be forced into it. But I think that he's, his default position is 3-4-3. And he, and he knows it. And the players know it. And, um, you know, when you look at the team sheet, it's, uh, it's pretty much the same, isn't it? Every week, and I'm thinking to myself, he can't keep doing this because the games are going to come thick and fast, thick and fast. Well, and um, he, he's rotating Davis and Longley. Yeah, yeah. He's rotating Sessignon and Perisic, and yeah, now he's large. had the opportunity, his opportunity to rotate Doherty and 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 yeah, Emerson. Emerson. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Hoybier. It, it's gonna. You're right. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna come. But. The, the advantage could come if we beat Sporting and yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt yeah. then we beat Marseille. Yeah. Mar- we've got a game well, to relax. Well, yeah. we haven't. Only if Eintracht Frankfurt beat Marseille. Yeah. Really? Yeah. To top the group. Oh, to and top you, the group. Okay, yeah. yeah. You want to top yeah. the group. You okay, do not yeah, want to yeah. finish second. Looking at the okay. other groups, you do not want to finish second. Yeah. Um, All right. So if that happens, we've got a dead game with Marseille mm. and then we've got the Forest game in the League Cup where... He may I would, well. I would expect Spence to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mora. Start. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. All, all those fringe players skip. Uh, there's, there's I think Kulisevsky, Kulisevsky, because he'll be back by yeah. then and, yeah. and and playing if, again. If, so you'll have that opportunity to play them. If he plays Saar. a weakened, if he plays a weakened side in that game, and we go out of the League Cup, that there will be an absolute shitstorm over you know what, social Theo? media. Do you know what, Theo? I know it's a trophy. Do you yeah. know when the next round is? No. Thir- three days after the World Cup final. No. You're joking. Yeah. I thought there weren't any more. Oh, my God. It's oh in between God. It's in between the World Cup final and okay. Boxing Day. Oh, right. Yeah, round. nightmare. Absolutely and that's only, that's only the, that's only, that'll only be the fourth round. Then you've right. got the fifth round and the semifinals in January. Jesus. I mean, yeah, that's the, the sort of thing. Conte, Conte's like, no, 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 no. That the is not for us. But, but Conte hasn't turned up to win um, Carabao No, Cup. the League Cup. No. You know, no, if no, he goes no. out of that, the, the fans might be upset. He won't oh, they will. Up. Yeah, I won't be upset. No, you're absolutely be right. He won't give the monkeys. A couple of nice draws. I think the FA Cup is a definite possibility this yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you'll take I, that I think, seriously. I think the other thing we we're fortunate about is that um, he, he, you know, he knew when he took the job, Conti, that it was very difficult to challenge uh, City, Liverpool, you know, for the, for the absolute peak, but he has underachieved throughout his career in the Champions League. And he really has the bit between his teeth uh, in that competition. And, do you think and he's going for it in that? I, I really, yes, I do. Yeah. Why beat around the bush? I do. I think, He's he's won he's won with Chelsea obviously he's won with uh, was it Inter yeah it was yeah. Inter mm. yeah uh, you know, he's he's been a winner wherever he's gone uh, but never in Europe yeah 
Yeah, I, I always assumed that that's because again, he, he's only his thing is winning tight, you know, winning league titles. I think it's if we get to, to the knockout, both. if we get to the knockout stages, Theo, there will be teams out there that will not want to play us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but, but I do think he's going to have to beef the squad up. Though I think the January the transfer window will come. It's very soon, actually. He's going to need to buy at least another two, three other players. I do think that um, I don't because three is a lot. Yeah, well, for he's January. going to have to buy some players because um, I don't think we've got enough to go on all fronts. That's the well, thing. there's an interesting rumor. I don't know if you've seen it about Bonucci, the veteran uh, Juventus yeah. stopper. Yeah. Yeah, because he apparently he's fallen out with Allegri at Juventus. He's about 50 or something, obviously, like they always are, those guys. Have you seen Juventus's form this season? It's terrible, yeah. But he oh, so he, want, he wants out. Bonucci, by saying, I've fallen out with the manager I want out, he's basically saying, this has got nothing to do with me. So I want out of this. And yeah. people are saying, I don't know what it's based on. It may only be speculation, but he's worked, obviously, with Conti. He's known Conti a long time. And he's a veteran. Shades of Nabet, him coming in, you know, the really grizzled veteran who really knows his way around the Champions League and everything mm. else. And you just get him, sometimes you bring him off the bench, sometimes you just rotate him, he only plays mm. one in every three games. But he is, he could be a really interesting idea because he's, I mean, you know, in, in the sort of Perisic, only substantially older sort of idea. It, I, mean, I think success, success begets success, though. The, the reason why I think we hopefully probably will strengthen in January is because the acquisitions have been so successful, fantastically yeah. successful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you look at, uh, yeah, I, we talked about Benton Kerr. I totally agree. He's just, I didn't, didn't spot it first game. I thought, mm, I'm not sure everything though. He's got the, the, the mad kind of shutting down, you know, busting a gut, a very strong in the tackle even before you get to the skills, the passing skills, and you know, yeah. what a player. And I hadn't heard of him. I'd not heard of Kulisevsky. Yeah. Um, Bissouma looked a proper, proper play, didn't yeah. to begin with. But I mean, he does, so if, you you... Were, if you were um, if you were Daniel Levy, you'd say, well, him and his team know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, the I mean, value, the, the value for money as well, because they weren't high profile. I mean, you, they were absolute snips, weren't they? Bentenker and Kulishevsky, yeah. amazing snips. And then, of course, he's found an absolute bargain in uh, Perisic because they're probably paying him a lot of money, but it would cost nothing in terms of the fee. And you get yeah, maybe wow. get two two good seasons out of him. It's a bargain, isn't it? Someone of that for me, that was the, that was the biggest no brainer of a signing of, yeah. of all of them Brilliant. because a you get all that experience. He's worked with Conti before. Spence and Sessignon should be like sponges learning. Well, apparently they are. Apparently he does he does teach them stuff. And you can see it in game. He'll come if he's not if he's on the bench, he'll come over and he'll talk to Sessignon and he'll point things out. But the yeah. other beauty with Perisic is that I wouldn't be surprised if Sessignon played left wing back on Wednesday night and he played Perisic in a front three. Because yeah. that's where he plays oh, yeah. for Croatia. Yeah. So he's got that flexibility. The guy yeah. has got the most unbelievable engine for a 33-year-old. Yeah. And what was it all the Arsenal fans were saying? Oh, he's old. He can't mm. run. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And if check you, out his, you check out his you, stats. Yeah. If you if think he's swapped, yeah. effectively swapped uh, Reguillon for him. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I always remember Roy Keane talking about Reguillon. And uh, he was on with um, Jamie Redknapp. Yeah, and they had a round argument. Yeah, it haunted me a little bit though because yeah. because we all thought you know he, he was such pace. He's a, he's a great signing, 
But Keane just said, mm, "Why did Real Madrid let him go?" Mm. You know, and and he, he you know, I mean, he's a, look, he's a good, he was a good player. He had great pace. But if you could choose between him and Perisic, yeah, different, and, different and, gravy. And all, the, and all the Inter fans have come out, and, and and the Inter management have said it was a mistake letting him go. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, think, then you know, you've got a player. Yeah. I think one thing we, we do have to do though, do we have to factor in like the World Cup is going to be massive? You know, good these point. players coming up, right? For, for one, they're all worried about um, getting injuries because they're yeah. so close to it now. You know, to play in the World Cup finals, the stars have got to align for you as a player. Not only have you got to be good enough, you've got to be fit enough at the right time. Everything's got to fall in play. One little thing goes out, like Richarlison, he's like a second away in his World Cup. So, so you, you, you get worried about their mentality going into the, um, into the tournament. Then they've got to play this high-pressure tournament and then they've got to come back afterwards. So, and this is the first time any of us have seen anything like a World Cup with yeah. the Christmas tree up. So it's, yeah. it, it's, it's, half, gonna, it's, gonna be it's half the squad. Yeah, it's going to be massive. And, you know, the games are going to be coming thick and fast for these players. And they're not easy games. They're, they're, these are big World Cup uh, um, uh, fixtures. That, that yeah. So I, I don't know. That's going to have a massive impact. When we, we're not going to know what it's going to do. We don't know. Yeah, and it's going to be sheer luck, isn't it? It's, it's, it's in the lap of the gods, who, who, which teams are worst affected. But the one thing I would say is that bloody uh, Haaland isn't going, is he? Because he's normally no, they'll just is... they'll just plug him into the recharger and just let him <laughs> sit there for six weeks and yeah. he'll be fully charged when they come back. But the, the interesting point on the World Cup is yes, all the players going. It's the ones that are not going that are that they'll have yeah. a couple of weeks off. But then Conti gets to work with Emerson, Spence, yeah, uh, Sessignon, Sanchez, yeah. Longley, Skip. Did you did Bissouma. you hear? Did you hear in the interview today? He was talking about taking away for warm weather training. He spoke to the club and he said, um, you know, they might have a ten days off, but he wants to take them away for because I think most of the clubs will be doing the same as well. Take them away, I don't know, Spain or wherever, and for ten yeah. days and, and to get. Yeah. And, and you're right, that's what you can do. He'll have that time to drill these players in. So you know, the ones who are not going, it, it's going to be business some, as usual. Hopefully, I did yeah. read somewhere that City will have nineteen or twenty of their twenty-four man squad. At the, at World, the Cup. World Cup, yeah. we'll, right. I think the maximum we'll have is twelve or thirteen. I think oh, right. Okay, so even though, so, so even though Harland is, a... you, you've got Lloris, Perisic, um, Dyer, yeah, Hoybier, uh, Benton Core, yeah, yeah, Kane, Son, Richarlison, Richarlison, assuming yeah. he's fit. Apparently, he's um, all right. Davis, yeah. yeah. Because obviously yeah, Wales yeah. are there, and I think there was there was one other who I'd forgotten. Longley, I can't remember. Be going with France. Might he be. hasn't been in. The, hasn't been in the squad oh, okay. for over a year. Okay. Um, no, 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 fair enough. Can't think who the other one was. There was yeah, one. I think there was there was one more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, listen. Sweden. Oh, Romero. Romero. Sweden are in. And Kulishevsky. Yes. Kulishevsky's going. No. No. Sweden didn't qualify. Did they not? No. All oh, right. Well, that's good. That's good for us. <laughs> it's Romero. Romero. Yeah. It was Romero. Was the other one. Oh, yeah, Romero, of course. All right, lads. Well, before we go, obviously, I have to insist that you make a, a rash prediction for the Manchester United game. Mitch? Well, last time I was on the show, I got it so wrong. I said <laughs> we were going to beat Brighton 4-0. I looked <laughs> like a right twat. So, oh, was I'm it that one go... where we, we lost at home? Yeah, we lost 1-0. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, I'm going to go... I think I think we're better than United. I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Mark? Yeah. That's exactly what I've put. I do a Premier League predictions game, and that is exactly what I've <laughs> yeah, put. Is two one. one. Love yeah. it. I love this. I love this, Jeff. 
Well, I, I can't. I can't lie. Two one is exactly what wow. I'm going to say. And well, you know what this means. It's going to be two nil, and then they get a late one. And we'll be hanging on. It'll be very nerve wracking, but we'll win it. I honestly agree with you guys. Agree with Mitch and Mark. Two one. I was going to say a draw, but I feel like an absolute. You know, a really doom doom monger if I say that now. So I'm just going to go with, I'm going to say 2-1. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so surely go. now we know. Everyone pile on. Get down the bookies. <laughs> pile on. It's going to be 2-1. You've heard it here first. Um, lads, I will be welcoming you back later for a Newcastle preview. But for now, Jeff, Mark, Mitch, thank you so much. Uh, this is Theo Delaney in London saying, Kill you, sellers. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.